Welcome back, folks. We have Nick Saban's COVID situation, teachers taking sick days in protest, and what Doug Jones said about appointment speculation. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. With Alabama coach Nick Saban now among the many COVID-positive Alabamians, don't count on his being involved in Saturday's Georgia game remotely. AL.com's Michael Casagrande reports that although Saban is able to work practice through Zoom, NCAA rules interpretations prohibit game day remote coaching. That interpretation was written by National Coordinator of Football Official Steve Shaw. I'll read from it. Rule 1411B is very specific and allows only voice communications between the press box and the team area. The interpretation clarified that it means the coach can't be in another place and communicate with the press box or the sideline. And as for checking in pregame and at halftime, quote, this prohibition would begin at 90 minutes before the scheduled kickoff when the officiating crew assumes jurisdiction of the game and would include the time between periods until the end of the game when the referee declares the final score, end quote. Saban said Wednesday he was feeling fine and not overly concerned about his health, which is great to hear, but we'll say a prayer for him anyway. Also regarding Saban, a USA Today report said he has risen back to number one on the list of the highest paid college football coaches. The total compensation this year for Saban, a cool $9.3 million. He had fallen behind Clemson's Dabo Swinney, but Dabo had this year's pay whacked one and a quarter million because of the pandemic, and Saban didn't have to take a cut. Some school teachers in Montgomery, Alabama, are using their sick days to protest the opening of classrooms, reports AL.com's Sarah White's Kodachek. The district began in-person instruction this week, and, according to the Montgomery Advertiser, about 165 school employees did not go to work on Tuesday. Now, that's not necessarily all protesting teachers that were absent, Some may have planned to take time off already or had been sick, not related to the protest. Brubaker Middle School teacher Tanissa Williams is one of the protesting teachers. She said that temperature checks aren't happening in some schools and there isn't enough PPE and that students aren't social distancing. Another beef she had was with the double duty of dealing with students in class while handling online chats with students at home. She wants the opening to be pushed back to January. The Alabama Education Association didn't address that, but it did say that it's in communication with the district and will take some kind of action if the schools aren't able to comply with state guidelines for reopening schools. The AEA's Lynn Petway said the district has offered to make accommodations for teachers with compromised immune systems. Williams, the teacher at Baker, says that that isn't happening. A silly season. In NASCAR, it's the time of year when race teams are breaking up or swapping out drivers and sponsors. I've heard it used in football when just about every coach's name is coming up for every opening across the country. It's even used in news media, especially during some weeks in the summer when you get so many of those slow news days and end up seeing more weird or silly stories show up to fill pages or airtime. I, of course, cannot imagine ever resorting to such tomfoolery, but they say it happens with some outlets. But we have another application for Silly Season that I'm probably not the first to use. 
And that's when we start seeing speculation on short lists for positions in a new White House administration before the presumed head of that White House has even been elected. In this case, U.S. Senator Doug Jones' name has shown up in a Politico.com column that speculated that he might make a possible attorney general in a Joe Biden administration. And of course, we know that lately presidents love those attorney generals from Alabama. The Politico column made it clear that it wasn't based on an actual shortlist anywhere, but it did say that it was informed by, quote, very, very informed chatter. AL.com's John Sharp reports that Senator Jones responded to the attention, and you won't be shocked to hear that he didn't say he'd never consider it, or that he couldn't wait to win a seat back and then leave it, or that he's been watching the polls and is certainly glad he might have a backup plan. No, that stuff would be too silly for silly season. What Jones did say was, quote, if Joe Biden is elected president, and he is likely to be, he would rather have me in the United States Senate. He said there has been no communication between he and Biden about any such possible appointment. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by anytime you can on the World Wide Web at AL.com. Thank you.